Financial Rehabilitations, Insolvency, Liquidation, and Suspension of Payments Basic Concepts Rehabilitation The restoration of the debtor to a condition of successful operation and solvency if it is shown that its continuance of operation is economically feasible and its creditors can recover by way of the present value of payments projected in the plan more if the debtor continues as a going concern than if it is immediately liquidated. Section 4 of RA 101.42 Insolvency The financial condition of the debtor that is generally unable to pay its uh, or his liabilities as the full due in the ordinary course of business or his or has liabilities that are greater than has or his assets. Liquidation may be filed by an insolvent judicial debtor or by three or more creditors that uh, aggregate of which uh, claim is at least either 1 million pesos or at least 25% of the subscribed capital stock or partner's contributions of the debtor, whichever is higher. Rule 2. Administrative Memorandum number 15-04-06 of the Supreme Court. Suspension of Payments an action that may be taken by an individual debtor who has assets that exceeds his liabilities but foresees the impossibility of paying his debts when they respectively fall due. Rule 3, Section 1 of EM 15-4-06 Modes of Rehabilitating an Insolvent Juridical Debtor by Court Supervised Rehabilitation by Pre-Negotiated Rehabilitation and by out-of-court or informal restructuring agreement. Court-supervised rehabilitation, voluntary rehabilitation and involuntary rehabilitation. Voluntary rehabilitation, who may petition for voluntary rehabilitation? 1. The owner in case of sole proprietorship. 2. A majority of the partners in case of partnership. 3. A majority vote of the directors or trustees and authorized by the vote of the stockholders representing at least two-thirds of the outstanding capital stock or of the members. 4. An insolvent debtor. 5. A group of debtors. Rule 2, Section 1 of Administrative Memorandum number 12-13-11. For involuntary rehabilitation, POMI petition for involuntary proceedings. 1. Any creditor or group of creditors with a claim of whichever is higher. A. At least 1 million or B. At least 25% of the subscribed capital stock or partner's contribution. Commencement Order Effects of Commencement Order 1. Vest the rehabilitation receiver with all the powers and functions provided by law. 2. Prohibit or otherwise serve as the legal basis for rendering null and void the results of any extrajudicial activity or otherwise attempt to collect on or enforce a claim against the debtor after the commencement date unless allowed under the rules. 3. Exempt the debtor from liability for taxes and fees due to the government. 4. Consolidate all legal proceedings by and against the debtor provided the court may allow the continuation of uh, such a uh, initiated by the debtor and other courts. 5. Serve as the legal basis for rendering null and void any set-off after the commencement date of any debt owned to the debtor by any of the debtor's creditors. And 6. 
serve as the legal basis for rendering null and void the perfection of any lien against the debtor's property after the commencement date. Stay or suspension order. An order issued in conjunction with the commencement order which shall suspend all actions and proceedings in court for the enforcement of claims against the debtor. Suspend all actions to enforce any judgment, attachment, or other provisional remedies against the debtor. Prohibit the debtor from selling, encumbering, transferring, or disposing in any manner any of its properties except in the ordinary course of business. And prohibit the debtor from making any payment of the liabilities outstanding as of the commencement date except as provided under the FRIA. Rule 1, Section 5 Rehabilitation Receiver Any person, natural or juridical, appointed as such by the court and which shall be entrusted with powers, duties, and responsibilities under PRIA. If a juridical entity, it must designate a natural person who possesses the qualifications and none of the disqualifications as its representatives are solidarily liable for all obligations and responsibilities. Management Committee The Management Committee shall take the place of the management and the governing body of the debtor and assume the rights and responsibilities under the law. Determination of Claims Within 20 days from his assumption into office, the rehabilitation receiver shall establish a preliminary registry of claims. Within 30 days from the expiration of the period stated in the immediately preceding section, the debtor, creditors, stakeholders, and other interested parties may submit a challenge to claims to the court serving a certified copy on the rehabilitation receiver and the creditor holding the challenge claims. Any decision of the rehabilitation receiver regarding a claim may be appealed to the court. Rehabilitation Plan a plan by which the financial well-being and viability of an insolvent debtor can be restored using various means. The rehabilitation plan shall be binding upon the debtor and uh, all persons who may be affected by it, including the creditors, whether or not such persons have participated in the proceeding or opposed the rehabilitation plan, or whether or not their claims have been uh, scheduled, a Kino versus Pacific plan. Concept of Feasibility 1. The debtor has assets that can generate more cash if used in its daily operations than if sold. Second, liquidity issues can be addressed by practicable business plan that will generate enough cash to sustain daily operations. Third, the debtor has a definite source of finance, uh, financing uh, for the proper and uh, full implementation of a rehabilitation plan that is anchored on realistic assumptions and goals. Landback of the Philippines versus Festec Synergy Philippines. Material financial commitment includes the voluntary undertakings of the stockholders of the would-be investors of the debtor corporation, indicating their readiness, willingness, and ability to contribute funds or property to guarantee the continued successful operation of the debtor corporation during the period of rehabilitation. BPI Family Savings Bank versus Michael Medical Center. Liquidation analysis sets out for its creditor that the uh, present value of payments 
it would receive under the rehabilitation plan is more than uh, that which it would receive if the assets of the stator were uh, sold by a liquidator within a six-month period from the estimated uh, date of uh, filing of the petition. Creditor approval and confirmation. The rehabilitation receiver shall notify the creditors and stakeholders that the plan is ready for their examination. Within 20 days from the said notification, the rehabilitation receiver shall convene the creditors either as a whole or as per class for purposes of voting on the approval of the plan. The plan shall be deemed rejected unless approved by all classes of creditors whose rights are adversely modified or affected by the plan. The plan is deemed to have been approved by a class of creditors if members of the said class holding more than 50% of the total claims of the said claims vote in favor of the plan. The votes of the creditors shall be based solely to the amount of their respective claims based on the registry of claims submitted by the rehabilitation receiver pursuant to Section 44 hereof. Notwithstanding the rejection of the rehabilitation plan, the court may uh, confirm the rehabilitation plan if all of the following circumstances are present. 1. The rehabilitation plan complies with the requirements specified by FRIA. Second, the rehabilitation receiver recommends the confirmation of the rehabilitation plan. Third, the shareholders, owners, or partners of the judicial debtor lost at least their controlling interest as a result of the rehabilitation plan. And fourth, the rehabilitation plan would likely provide the objective or objecting class of creditors with a compensation which has net uh, pres uh, present value greater than that which they would have received if the debtor would uh, uh, or were under liquidation. Failure of rehabilitation. There is failure of rehabilitation in the following cases. Dismissal of the petition by the court. The debtor fails to submit a rehabilitation plan. Under the rehabilitation plan submitted by the debtor, there is no substantial likelihood that the debtor can be rehabilitated within a reasonable period. The rehabilitation plan or its amendment is approved by the court but in the implementation thereof, the debtor uh, fails to perform its obligation thereunder or there is a failure to realize the objectives, targets, or goals set forth thereon, including the timeline and conditions for the settlement of the obligations due to the creditors and other claimants. The Commission of Fraud in securing the approval of the rehabilitation plan or its amendment and other analogous circumstances as uh, may be defined by the rules of procedure. Pre-negotiated rehabilitation, how in initiated? The insolvent debtor by itself or jointly with any of the creditors may file a verified petition with the court for the approval of the pre-negotiated rehabilitation plan. Rule 3, Section 1 of Administrative Memorandum 12-12-11 Period of Approval The court shall have a maximum period of 120 days from the date of the filing of the petition to approve the rehabilitation plan. If the court fails to act within the said period, the rehabilitated plan shall be deemed approved. Effect of approval Approve or approval of a plan under the chapter shall have the same legal effect as a confirmation of a plan. Out-of-court or informal restructuring agreement or OCRA Minimum requirements 1. Approval of debtor 
creditors representing at least 67% of the secured obligation of the debtor, creditors representing at least 75% of the unsecured obligation of the debtor, and uh, creditors holding at least uh, 85% of the total liabilities secured and uh, unsecured of the debtor. Second, publication of the notice of OCRA once uh, a week for at least three consecutive weeks in a newspaper of general circulation in the Philippines. Rule 4, Section 1 of AM 12-12-11. Standstill period. A standard period that may be agreed upon by the parties pending negotiation and penalization of the out-of-court or informal restructure or workout agreement or rehabilitation plan shall be effective and uh, and uh, enforceable not only against the uh, contracting parties but also against the other uh, creditors provided one such agreement is approved by creditors representing more than 50% of the total liabilities of the debtor second notice thereof is published in a newspaper of general circulation in the Philippines once a week for two consecutive weeks third the standstill period does not exceed 120 days from the date of effectivity cram down effect a restructuring work or workout agreement or rehabilitation plan uh, that is approved pursuant to an informal workout uh, homework shall have the same legal effect as confirmation of a plan. Voluntary liquidation. Piled by an insolvent juridical debtor, the petition shall specify 1. A schedule of the debtor's debts and liabilities including a list of creditors with the addresses, amounts of claims, and collaterals or securities. 2. An inventory of all its assets including receivables and claims against third persons. And 3. The names of at least uh, three nominees to the position of liquidator. Section 103, RA 10142. Whereas, involuntary liquidation is filed by any creditor or group of creditors, the aggregate of worst claims is at least uh, either 1 million or at least 25% of the subscribed capital stock or partner's contribution of the debtor, whichever is higher. Conversion into liquidation proceedings during the pendency of court-supervised or pre-negotiated rehabilitation proceedings, the court may order the conversion of rehabilitation proceedings to liquidation proceedings in the following instances. 1. The debtor is insolvent. 2. There is no substantial likelihood for the debtor to be successfully rehabilitated as determined in accordance with the rules to be promulgated by the Supreme Court. 3. If no rehabilitation plan is confirmed by the court, within the maximum period of one year from the date of filing of the petition to confirm. 4. If the termination of proceeding is due to failure of rehabilitation or dismissal of the petition for reasons other than technical grounds. 5. At any other time, upon the recommendation of the rehabilitation receiver that the rehabilitation of the debtor is not feasible. RA 101.42 Section 72, 75, and 92. Liquidation order. The liquidation order shall declare the debtor insolvent, order the liquidation of the debtor, and in the case of a juridical debtor, declare it as dissolved, order the sheriff to take possession and uh, control of the property of the debtor, except those that may be exempt from execution, 
order the publication of the petition or motion in a newspaper of general circulation once a week for two consecutive weeks, direct payments of any claims and conveyance of any property due to the debtor to the liquidator, prohibit payments by the debtor and the transfer of any property by the debtor, direct all creditors to, the, to their claims with the liquidator uh, within the period set by the rules of procedure, authorize the payment of administrative uh, expenses as they become due, state that the debtor and creditors who are not petitioners may submit the names of other nominees to the position of liquidator and uh, set the case for hearing for the election and appointment of the liquidator which uh, date shall not be less than 30 days not more than uh, 45 days from the date of the uh, last uh, publication. Effect of liquidation order. Upon the issuance of the liquidation order, the juridical debtor shall be deemed dissolved and uh, its corporate or judicial existence terminated. Legal title to and control of all the assets of the debtor, except those that may be exempt from execution, shall be deemed vested in the liquidator or pending his election or appointment with the court. All contracts of the debtor shall be deemed but terminated and or breached unless the liquidator within 90 days from the date of the assumptions of or assumption of office declares otherwise and the contracting party agrees. No separate action for the collection of an uh, unsecured claim shall be allowed and no foreclosure proceeding shall be allowed for a period of 180 days. RA 1142. Section, or section 113. A creditor for the balance shall be considered as unsecured creditors. All claims must be duly proven before being paid. Section 1.23 If the debtor and a creditor are mutually debtor and creditor of each other, one debt shall be set up against the other, and only the balance, if any, shall be allowed the creditor's proceedings. Within 30 days from the expiration of the period for Filing of applications for recognition of claims, creditors, individual debtors, owners of the sole proprietorship debtor, partners of the partnership debtor, and shareholders or members of the corporation debtor and other interested parties may submit a challenge to a claim or claim to the court serving a certified copy on the liquidator and the creditor holding the challenge claim. Upon the expiration of the 30-day period, the rehabilitation receiver shall submit to the court the registry of claims containing the undisputed claims that have not been subject to challenge. Such claims uh, shall become final upon the filing of the register and may be subsequently set aside only on grounds of fraud, accident, mistake, or inexcusable uh, neglect. The liquidator shall resolve disputed claim and submit the findings uh, thereon to the court for final approval. The liquidator may disallow claims. Section 126 of uh, RA 10142. 
Petition for Suspension of Payments Those who possess sufficient property to cover all of their debts but uh, foreseeing the impossibility of meeting them when they respectively full due done by filing a verified petition to be declared in the state of suspension of payment by the court of the province or city of which they had rendered for the past six months prior to the filing of the petition which shall include a schedule of debts and liabilities, an inventory of assets, a proposed agreement with his creditors. Suspension of Payment Order If the court finds the petition sufficient in form and substance, it shall order uh, issue an order calling a meeting of all creditors' uh, uh, name in the schedule of uh, debts and liabilities at such uh, time not less than 15 days, not more than 45 days from the date of such directing such creditors to prepare and present written notices of their claims before the scheduled uh, creditors' meeting, directing the publication of the said order in the newspaper of general circulation published in the province or city uh, on which the petition is filed once a week for two consecutive weeks, directing the clerk of court to cause the uh, sending of a copy of the order by registered uh, mail posted uh, prepaid to all creditors uh, and or uh, named in the schedule of debts and liabilities, forbidding the individual uh, debtor from uh, uh, selling, transferring, encumbering, or disposing uh, in any manner of the property except those used in ordinary uh, uh, operations of uh, commerce or of uh, industry in such the petitioner or uh, uh, petitioning individual debts is uh, engaged so long as the proceedings uh, relative to the suspension of payments are pending, prohibiting the individual debtor from uh, making any payment outside of the necessary or legitimate uh, expense of his uh, business or industry so long as to the proceedings uh, relative in the suspension of payments and uh, pending. Remedies, Motion for Reconsideration and uh, Petition for Certiorari. Motion for Reconsideration. A party may uh, file Motion for Reconsideration of any order issued by the court prior to the approval of the rehabilitation plan, Rule 6, Section 1 of EM 12-11. Second, Petition for Certiorari. An order issued uh, after the approval of the rehabilitation plan can be reviewed only through a special civil action of certiorari under Rule 65 of the Rules of Court. Intellectual Property Code, Patents, Trademark, and Copyright Patents Patentable inventions, any technical solution of a problem in any field of human activity which is new, involves an inventive step, and is industry applicable. Non-patentable inventions Discovery, scientific theories, and mathematical methods, schemes, rules, and methods of performing mental acts, playing games, or doing business, and programs for computer, methods for treatment of the human or uh, animal body by surgery or therapy and diagnostic methods, plant varieties or animal breeds of essentially biological process for the production of plants or animals, aesthetic creations, anything which is uh, contrary to public order or morality those which form part of prior art. Grounds for cancellation of a patent That what is claimed as the invention is not new or patentable, 
that the patent does not disclose the invention in a manner sufficiently clear and complete for it to be carried out by any person uh, skilled in the art or that the patent is contrary to public order or morality. On ownership of a patent, ownership can be by solo invention to the inventor, his ears, or assigns. Joint invention, the right shall belong jointly to them. First to file rule, if two or more persons invented independently of each other or have uh, filed separate applications, the ownership of the patent shall be awarded to 1. The person who filed an application to the applicant who has the earliest uh, filing date of the earliest priority date. With regards to commission work, one belongs to the pens or to the person who commissioned the work to unless otherwise provided in the contract. During the course of an employment contract, one employee if the inventive activity is not part of the regular duties, two employer if part of the uh, obvious regularly assigned duties except otherwise agreed upon. Remedy of true and actual inventor. If a person uh, who was deprived of the patent without the consent or true fraud if uh, is uh, declared by final court order or decision to be the true and actual inventor, the court shall one order to his substitution as patentee or two at the option of the true inventor cannot uh, or cancel the patent and three award actual and other damages in his favor if warranted by the circumstances rights conferred by a patent where the subject matter of a patent is a product right to restrain prohibit and prevent any unauthorized person or entity from making using a uh, uh, offering for sale selling or importing that product two when the subject matter is a patent uh, of a patent is a process where the subject matter of a patent is a process the right to restrain prevent or prohibit any unauthorized person or entity from using the process and from manufacturing dealing in using selling or offering the sale or importing any product obtained directly or indirectly from such process there is patent infringement when the making, using, offering to uh, for sale, selling, or importing is uh, a patented product or a product uh, obtained directly or indirectly from a patented process or the use of a patented process without the authorization of the patentee and the doctrine of equivalence. Infringement of patent occurs when a device uh, appropriates a prior invention by incorporating its innovation or its innovative concept and uh, albeit with some modifications and changes which perform the same functions in substantially the same way to achieve the same result. Smith-Klein-Bachmann uh, Corporation versus CA let us discuss trademarks. There are three marks, collective marks, and trade names. In marks, any visible sign capable of distinguishing the goods, we call it trademark, or services, we call it service mark, of an enterprises and shall include a stamp or mark container of goods.
while collective marks is uh, any visible sign designated as such in the application for registration and capable of distinguishing the origin or any other common characteristics including the quality of goods or services of uh, different enterprises which use the sign under the control of the registered owner of the collectible marks. On the other hand, trade names is a trade name in, uh, or a trade name is the name or designation identifying or distinguishing an enterprise. Concept of actual use. The use which the law requires to maintain the registration of a mark must be genuine and not merely token. Genuine use may be characterized on a bona fide in which results or tends to result in one way or another into a commercial interaction or transaction in the ordinary court or course of trade, W Land Holding Incorporated versus Starward Hotels and Resorts Worldwide. Effect of registration. The rights in mark are acquired uh, solely through registration. Non-registrable marks. Some of the marks that cannot be registered. Consists of immoral, deceptive, or scandalous matter. Consists of matter which may uh, disparage or uh, falsify suggests a connection with person, living or dead, institutions, beliefs, or national symbols, or bring them into contempt or disrepute. Consists of the flag or, of or coat of arms or other insignia of the Philippines or any of the political subdivision or of any foreign nation or any simulation thereof. It is identical with a registered mark belonging to a different proprietor or a mark with an earlier filing or a priority date is likely to mislead the public particularly as to the nature, quality, characteristics, or geographical origin of the goods or services. It consists exclusively of signs that are generic for the, good or for the goods or services that they seek to identify, consists of color alone, unless defined by a given form or is contrary to public order or morality. Well-known marks As a general rule, prohibitions on subsequent registration does not include services and goods of different nature or kind. Exceptions 1. Internationally well-known mark not registered in the Philippines. Application for registration of a subsequent or similar mark can be rejected only if the goods or services are similar to those of the internationally well-known mark. Second, those registered in the Philippines. Application for registration can be refused even if the goods or services specified in the application are not identical or similar uh, to those of the internationally well-known mark. Priority, priority right. An application for registration of a mark uh, filed in the Philippines by a person who qualifies under the reciprocity uh, rule and who previously filed an application for registration of the same mark in one of those countries shall be considered as uh, filed as uh, of the day the application was first filed in the parent country. Rights conferred by registration Exclusive protection against reproduction or imitation or unauthorized use of the mark prevent entry of imported merchandise into the country containing a mark identical or similar to the registered mark, to transfer or assign the registration of the mark. Cancellation of registration 
What are the grounds? If the registered mark becomes the generic name for the goods or services, its registration was obtained fraudulently or contrary to the provisions of the uh, IP code or intellectual property code. If the registered mark is being used to misrepresent the source of the goods or services on or in connection with which the mark is used. If the registered owner of the mark without legitimate reason fails uh, to use the mark within the Philippines or to cause it to be used in the Philippines by virtue of a license uh, during an uninterrupted period of three years or longer. Distinguish uh, trademark infringement from unfair competition. In trademark infringement, the unauthorized use of the registered trademark, while unfair competition is the passing off of one's goods as those of another. Trademark infringement constitutes prior registration of the trademark uh, or it is a prerequisite to file action, while in unfair competition, trademark registration is not necessary to be uh, held liable and in trademark infringement the fraudulent intent is unnecessary while in unfair competition fraudulent intent is an element copyright what are copyrightable works literary and artistic works original intellectual creation in the literary and artistic domain protected from the moment of their creation it includes books, pamphlets, articles, and other writings, lectures, sermons, addresses, dissertations prepared for oral delivery, whether or not reduced in writing or other material form, letters, dramatic, choreographic works, musical compositions, works of art, periodicals, and uh, newspapers, work uh, relative to geography, topography, architecture, or science, works of applied art, works of scientific or technical character, photographic works, audiovisual works, and uh, cinematographic works, pictorial illustrations and advertisements, computer programs, and other uh, literary, scholarly, scientific, and artistic works. Derivative works 1. Dramatizations, translations, adaptations, abridgments, arrangement, and other alterations of literary or artistic works. And second, collection of literary, scholarly, or artistic works and uh, compilations of data and other materials which are original by reason of the selection or coordination or arrangement of their contents. What are the non-copyrightable works? Any idea, procedure, system, method, or operation, uh, concept, principle, discovery, or made or mi uh, mere data assets, news of the day, and other items of press information, any official uh, text of a legislative, administrative, or legal nature, as well as any official translation thereof, decision of courts and uh, tribunals. This refers to original decisions and not to annotated decisions such as the SCRA or SCAD as uh, these already fall under the classification of derivative works, hence copyrightable. Any work of the government of the Philippines and format of TV programs in case of Joaquin versus Drilon. Rights conferred by copyright, economic and moral rights. In economic rights, 
consists of the right to carry out, uh, authorize, or prevent the following acts, the reproduction of the work or substantial portion thereof, to carry out derivative work, first distribution of the original and its copy of the work by sale or other forms of uh, transfer of ownership, rental right, public display, public performance, and other communications to the public, while moral rights is to require that the authorship of the works be authorized to him to make any alterations to his work prior to or to without it from publication, rights to preserve integrity of work, object of any distortion, mutilation, or other modification which would be prejudicial to his honor or reputation, and to restrain the use of the name with respect to any such uh, work not of his own creation or in distorted version of his work. Ownership of a copyright for solo work or a solo author, original literary and artistic works, for joint work or co-authors according to their agreements or in the absence of an agreement, the rules on co-ownership or the author of its separable part if the same can be identified. In the course of an employment contract, if part of the employee's regular duties to the employer, if not part of the employee's regular duties to the employees even if uh, he uses the time and facilities of the employer. For commission work, the work shall be owned by the one who commissioned it and the copyright is to the, uh, or the copyright to the work shall remain with the creator. As to producer, the author of the scenario, the, com or the composer, the music, the film director, and the author of the work uh, so adapted, it is uh, the copyright of an audiovisual work. Doctrine of Fair Use It is uh, one of the limitations on copyright. A privilege of persons other than the owner to use the copyright material is a reasonable manner without the consent, notwithstanding the monopoly granted to the copyright owner. Uh, it does not uh, constitute infringements. Factors to be considered here. Purpose and character of the use, nature and the copyrighted work, amount and uh, substantially of the or uh, substantiality of the portion used and the effect of the use. Copyrighted infringements directly commits infringement, benefits from the infringing activity of another with the knowledge of uh, infringing acti activity uh, includes or uh, materially con uh, contributes to the infringing act of another. Anti-money laundering act. Money laundering when committed. A crime whereby the proceeds of an unlawful activity are transacted thereby making them appear to have originated from legitimate sources section 2 of RA 9160 predicate crimes kidnapping for ransom drug trafficking and other related offenses graft and corrupt practices plunder robbery and extortion wetting and masyao piracy qualified theft swindling smuggling violations under the elections uh, or electronic commerce act of 2000 hijacking destructive arson murder including those perpetrated by terrorists against non-combatant persons and similar targets 
fraudulent practice and other violations under the Securities Regulations Code of 2000 and felonies or offenses of a similar nature that are punishable under the penal laws of other countries. Section 3 RA 9160. Covered institutions, banks, non-banks, quasi-banks, trust entities, and all other institutions and their subsidiaries and affiliates supervised by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, insurance companies, and all other institutions supervised or regulated by the Insurance Commission, securities dealers, brokers, salesmen, investment houses, and other similar entities managing securities or rendering services as investments agent, advisor, or consultant, mutual funds, close and investment companies, common trust funds, pre-need companies, and other similar entities. Foreign Exchange Corporation, money changers, money payment uh, remittance, and transfer companies, and other similar entities, and uh, other entities administering or otherwise uh, dealing in currency, commodities, or financial derivatives based uh, thereon, valuable objects, cash substitute and other similar monetary instruments or property supervised or regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission. Obligations of covered institutions Customer identification, record keeping, and reporting of covered and suspicious transactions. Covered transactions a transaction in cash or other equivalent monetary instrument involving a total amount in excess of 500,000 pesos within one day bank or within one banking day, Section 3, RA 9160, as amended by RA 9194. Suspicious Transactions Transactions with covered institutions regardless of the amounts involved where any of the following uh, circumstances exist. 1. There is no underlying legal or trade obligation, purpose, or economic justification. 2. The client is not properly identified. 3. The amount received is not commensurate with the business or financial capacity of the client. 4. Taking into account all non-circumstances, it may be perceived that the client's transaction as structured in order to avoid being the subject of reporting requests or requirements under the Act. 5. Any circumstance uh, uh, relating in the transaction which is observed to deviate from the profile of the client and or the client's uh, past transactions with the covered institution. 6. The transaction is in any way related to an unlawful activity or offense under the act that is about to be a being or has been committed or any transaction that is uh, similar or analogous to any of the foregoing. Section 3, B-1. Safe Harbor Provision No administrative, criminal, or civil proceeding shall be uh, against any uh, person for helping made a covert transaction report in the regular performance of his duties in good faith whether or not such reporting results in any criminal prosecution under the Money Anti-Laundering Act or any other Philippine law. BSP Circular 705-2011 Authority to inquire into bank deposits The Anti-Money Laundering Council or EMLC may inquire into any deposit 
or investment including related accounts. 1. Upon order of any competent court. 2. If there is probable cause that the deposits or investments including related accounts involved are related to the unlawful activity. No court order shall be required in cases like kidnapping for ransom, terrorism, hijacking, etc. and other predicate crimes as provided under RA 9160 as amended by Section 2 RA 10167. Freezing and forfeiture It is wholly the Court of Appeals which has the authority to issue a freeze order. Upon application, ex parte by the Anti-Money Laundering Council and after determination that the probable cause exists, Section 10, RA 9160, as amended. Electronic Commerce Act Legal Recognition of Electronic Data Messages, Documents and Signatures Legal Recognition of Electronic Data Messages Information shall not be denied legal effect, validity, or impartiality solely on the grounds that it is in the data message purporting to give, uh, to give rise to such legal effect or that it is merely referred to in that electronic data message. Section 6 RA 8792 Legal Recognition of Electronic Documents Electronic documents shall have the legal effect, validity, or impartiality and uh, uh, as any other document or legal writing and a when the law uh, requires a document to be in writing such document shall remain uh, complete and uh, unaltered apart from the uh, addition of any endorsement and any authorized uh, change or any change which arises in the normal course of communication storage and display and the electronic document is uh, reliable in the light of the purpose for which it is was generated and in the light of all relevant circumstances. B. Paragraph A applies whether it is in the form of an obligation or whether the law simply provides consequences for the document not being presented or written in the original form. C where the law requires that a document be presented or retained in its uh, original form, that requirement is met if 1. There exists a reliable assurance as to the integrity of the document from the time when it was first generated in the final form, and 2. The document capable of being displayed to the person to whom it is to be presented, provided that no provision of this act shall apply to vary any uh, all requirements of uh, existing laws so formalities uh, laws on formalities required in the execution of documents for their validity for evidentiary purposes an electronic documents shall be the functional equivalent of a written document under existing laws the laws does not modify any statutory rule relating to admissibility of electronic data messages or electronic documents except the rules uh, relating to authentication and best evidence. Legal Recognition of Electronic Signature An electronic signature on the electronic document shall be equivalent to the signature of a person on a written document if that signature uh, is uh, proved by showing that the prescribed procedure not uh, alter uh, or uh, not uh, alterable by the parties interested in the electronic document existed under which a 
A method is used to identify the party sought to be bound B. Said method is reliable and appropriate for the purposes for which the electronic document was generated or communicated. C. It is necessary for the party sought to be bound to have executed or provided the electronic signature and D. The other party is authorized and enabled to verify the electronic signatures. Presumption relating to electronic signatures. In any proceedings involving an electronic signatures, it shall be presumed that the electronic signature is the signature of the person to whom it correlates and it was uh, affixed by that person with the intention of signing or approving the electronic document unless the person relying on the electronically signed electronic document known or has noticed defects in or unreliability of the signatures or uh, reliance on the electronic signature is not uh, reasonable under the circumstances. Admissibility and evidentiary weight of electronic data message or electronic document. In any legal proceedings, nothing in the application of the rules on evidence shall deny the admissibility of an electronic data message or electronic document in evidence. A. On the sole ground that it is an electronic form or B. On the ground that it is not in the standard written form and the electronic data message or electronic document meeting and uh, complying with the requirements under Section 6 or 7 of the law shall be the best evidence of the agreement and transaction contained therein. In assessing the uh, evidential weight of an electronic data messages or electronic document, the reliability of the manner in which it was generated, stored, or communicated, the reliability of the matter in which its uh, originator was identified and other uh, relevant factors shall be given due regard. Obligation of confidentiality Except for purposes authorized under the law, any person who obtain access to any electronic uh, key, data message, document information, or other material pursuant to any powers conferred under the law shall not convey to or share the same with any other person. Insurance. What may be insured? Any contingent or unknown event, whether past or future, which may damnify or create liability against a person having an insurable interest. Insurable interest. Time of existence. In life or health. The interest must only exist at the time the policy taken effect. In property, an interest insured must exist when the insurance takes effect and when the loss occurs. Insurable interests of the beneficiary in life or health. If insured procured the policy, beneficiary need not have insurable interest over the life of the insured. Otherwise, beneficiary must have insurable interest over the life of the insured. In property, beneficiary must have insurable interest over the thing insured. As to extent, in life or health, unlimited except in life insurance uh, uh, procured by the creditor on the life of the debtor. In property, limited to the actual value provided in the policy. Double insurance. Requisites of incontestability. 
the person insured is the same. Two or more insurers insuring separately. There is identity of subject matter. There is identity of uh, interest insured. And there is identity of the risk or pillar insured against. Malayan Insurance Company Incorporated versus Philippine Purse Insurance Company. Over insurance. Where the insured disease of being insured by double insurance, its insurer is bound as between himself and other insurers to contribute tratably to the loss in proportion to the amount for which uh, he is liable under the contract. While in reinsurance, a contract by which an insurer, known as the direct insurer or sedant, procures a third person, the, re the insurer, to insure him against loss or liability by reason of such original insurance, communication and information systems corporation versus Mark uh, Sensing Australia Limited. No fault clause, an insurance clause which means that proof of fault or negligence is not necessary for payment of any claim for debt or injury to a passenger or a third party per la compañía de uh, seguros versus ancheta. Suicide clause. The insurer in life insurance contract shall be liable in case of suicide only when it is committed after the policy has been in force for a period of two years from the date of the issue or of its last uh, reinstatement unless the policy provides a shorter period, provided that suicide committed in the state of insanity shall be compensable regardless of the date of the commission. Incontestability Clause Requisites of incontestability It must be a life insurance policy. It must be payable on the debt of the insured and it must be enforced during the lifetime of the insured for at least two years from the date of uh, issue or for the last uh, reinstatement. After the two-year period uh, lapses or when the insured uh, dies within the period, the insurer must make good of the policy, even though the policy was uh, obtained by fraud, concealment, or misrepresentation. Manila Bankers Life Insurance Corporation versus Aban. Perfection of the insurance contract. General Unless the premium is paid, the policy shall not be valid and binding notwithstanding any agreement to the contrary. Exceptions. In case of life and industrial life, whenever the grace period provision applies, where a 90-day extension is given. Government employees may pay the insurance premiums through salary deductions provided that the official to the entity employing the government employees is authorized to make deductions from the salary pursuant to the agreement between the insurer and the government employee. Where there is an acknowledgement in the contract or policy of insurance that the premium had already been paid. If the parties have agreed to the payment of the premium in installments and partial payment was given at the time of the loss, Makati Toscani Condominium Corporation versus CE, where there is an agreement to grant the insured credit extension and the loss occurs before the expiration of the credit term that was practiced by the parties, UCPB General Insurance Company versus Masagana Telemart Incorporated. Rights and obligation of parties On the part of the insurer, right to payment of the premium as soon as the thing insured is exposed to the pair insured against, right to rescind the insurance contract, obligation to pay uh, or settle claims arising under coverage provided by its policies, 
obligation na to engage in unfair claim settlement practices. Obligations or and rights of the insured. Right to be indemnified against loss, damage, or liability arising from an unknown or contingent event. Right to change the beneficiary he, dis he designated in the policy. Right to rescind the insurance contract. Obligation to pay premium. Obligation to communicate in good faith all facts within his knowledge which are material to the contract as to which he makes no warranty and which the other has not the means of ascertaining. Rights and obligation of the beneficiary. Right to be paid the proceeds of insurance if designated as such in the policy. Concealment A neglect to communicate that which a party knows and ought to communicate to the other party. Good faith, not a defense. Concealment, whether intentional or unintentional, entitles the insured party to rescind the contract of insurance. Requisites for concealment to vitiate a contract of insurance. The matter concealed must be material and there must be an obligation of the insured to reveal the concealed matter to the insurer. Misrepresentation or omissions. Requisites. The insured stated a fact which is untrue. Such fact was stated with knowledge that it is untrue and with intent to deceive or which he states positively as true without knowing it to be true and which has a tendency to mislead and such fact in either case is material to the risks. Pilamcare Health Systems versus CA. Effects of breach of warranties, either material warranty or immaterial warranty. Material warranty. It will entitle the other party to rescind the contract except with regard to promissory warranties where the loss occurred before the time of performance without warranty, the performance thereof becomes unlawful and the performance becomes impossible. Immaterial warranty. This kind of breach will not avoid the fallacy exception when the policy expressly provides or declares that a violation thereof will avoid it. Loss. When insurer is not liable. Loss by the insured's willful act or gross negligence. Loss due to connivance of the insured. Loss where the accepted peril is the proximate cause. Loss where the peril insured against was only a remote cause. Transportation law. Common carriers. Definition. Persons, corporations, firms, or associations engaged in the business of carrying or transporting passengers or goods or both by land, water, or air, for compensation offering their services to the public, Article 1732, New Civil Code. Diligence required. Extraordinary diligence in the vigilance over the goods and the safety of the passengers transported by them as required by the nature of their business and for reasons of public policy. Common carrier versus private carrier. Common carrier. Transportation law. Extraordinary diligence, there is presumption of fault or negligence. Parties may not agree on limiting the carrier's liability except when provided by law. While private carrier is under the law on obligations and contracts, diligence of a good father of the family, no presumption of fault or negligence. Parties may limit the carrier's liability provided it is not contrary to law, morals, or good customs. Article 1732-1766, Civil Code. Obligations and liabilities for vigilance over goods and safety of passengers. Vigilance over goods. In all cases where the goods are lost, destroyed, or deteriorated, common carriers are presumed to have been at fault or to have acted negligently unless 
they prove that they observe extraordinary diligence as required in Article 1733. While for safety of passengers, a common carrier is bound to carry the passengers safely as far as human care and foresight can provide using the utmost diligence of every cautious person with a due regard for all circumstances. Article 1755 Defenses available to a common carrier 1. Due diligence in the selection and supervision of employees 2. Fortuitous event 3. Contributory negligence 4. Doctrine of last clear chance where both parties are negligent but the negligent at one is appreciably later than that of the other or where it is impossible to determine whose fault or negligence caused the loss, the one who had the last clear opportunity to avoid the loss but failed to do so is chargeable with the loss. PNP versus uh, Brantley Proof of negligence Common carriers are presumed to have been at fault or to have acted negligently in case of death or of uh, uh, injuries to passengers or in case the goods were lost, destroyed or deteriorated unless they prove that they observe extraordinary diligence as prescribed in Article 1733 and 175. Extent of liability, recoverable damages and stipulations limiting liability. And recoverable damages, moral damages as a general rule, are not recoverable. And actions for damages predicated on breach of contract uh, of carriers, exception, in case in which the mishap results in the death of a passenger and in cases in which the carrier is guilty of fraud or bad faith, spouses Estrada versus Philippine Rabbit Bus Liner. Stipulations limiting liability, requisites of a valid stipulation. It is in writing signed by the shipper or owner, supported by a valuable consideration other than the service rendered by the common carrier, and reasonable, just, and not contrary to public policy. Limitation under the Warsaw Convention In the carriage of persons and for check baggage and goods In the carriage of persons, 125,000 francs per passenger. Nevertheless, by special contract, the carrier and the passenger may agree to a higher limit of liability. Article 22, Warsaw Convention. For check baggage and goods, 250 francs per kilogram. Unless the consignor has made at the time when the package was handed over to the carrier, a special declaration of the value of the delivery and has paid a supplementary sum if the case so requires. In that case, the carrier will be liable to pay a sum not exceeding the declared sum unless he proves that the sum is greater than the actual value to the consignor at delivery. Article 22, Warsaw Convention. And for hand-carried baggage, 5,000 francs per passenger. Article 22, Warsaw Convention. Corporation Law. Nationality of corporations. Place of incorporation test determined by the state of, of corporation regardless of the nationality of its stockholders. Control test. Shares belonging to corporation or partnership at least 60% of the capital of which is owned by Filipino citizens shall be considered as Philippine nationality pertains to the control test of the liberal rule. Nara Nickel Mining and Development Corporation versus Redmond Consolidated Mines Corporation. Grandfather rule. If the percentage of the Filipino ownership in the corporation or partnership is less than 60%, only the number of shares corresponding to such percentage shall be counted as Philippine nationality, pertains to the stricter, more stringent grandfather rule. Doctrine of Separate Juridical Personality 
a corporation has a legal personality separate and distinct from that of people comprising it. By virtue of that doctrine, stockholders of a corporation enjoy the principle of limited liability. The corporate debt is not the debt of the stockholder. Thus, being an officer or a stockholder of a corporation does not make one's property the property also of the corporation. Bustos Brisos Millions, Shoe Incorporated. Doctrine of Piercing the Corporate Veil Piercing the Corporate Veil is warranted when the separate personality of a corporation is used as a means to perpetrate fraud or an illegal act or as a vehicle for the evasion of an existing obligation, thus a convention of statutes or to continue legitimate issues or rather to confuse legitimate issues. In alter ego cases where a corporation is merely a farce, since it is a mere alter ego or business conduit of a person or where the corporation is so organized and controlled and its affairs are so conducted as to make it merely an instrumentality agency conduit or adjunct of another corporation. Effect of piercing the corporate veil. The corporation and persons are treated as one person such that when the corporation is adjudged liable, these persons too become liable as if they were the corporation. International Academy of Management and Economics versus Litton and Company. Stock versus non-stock corporations. Stock corporation has capital stock divided into shares authorized to distribute to holders of such shares, dividends or allotments of the surplus profit. While non-stock corporation has no capital stock and shares, no part of its income is distributable as dividends to its members, trustees or officers. De facto corporations and corporations by Stoppel. De facto corporations organized with a colorable compliance with the requirements of a valid law and its existence cannot be inquired collaterally, but such inquiry may be made by the Solicitor General in a co-warranto proceeding. While corporation by Stoppel exists when persons assume to act as a corporation knowing that it had no authority to be such and enters into a transaction with a third person on the strength of a such appearance. In this case, these persons will be liable as general partners. Board of Directors and Trustees Basic Principles Doctrine of Centralized Management All corporations' businesses are conducted and all its properties are controlled and held by the Board of Directors and Trustees to be elected from among the holders of stocks or where there is no stock from among the members of the corporation. Sec. 23 Corporation Code Business Judgment Rule Questions of policy and management are left to the honest decision of the corporation's officers and board of directors, and the courts are barred from intruding into the business judgments of the corporation when the same are made in good faith. Balinghasay versus Castillo. Duties, liabilities, and responsibility for unlawful acts. As a general rule, obligations incurred by the directors or trustees acting as corporate agents are not theirs but the direct accountabilities of the corporation they represent, MAM Realty Development Corporation et al. versus NRC. Exceptions Solidary liabilities may at times be incurred under the following exceptional circumstances. A. When directors and trustees or in appropriate cases, the officers of a corporation 1. Both for assent to uh, patently unlawful acts of the corporation 2 act in bad faith or with gross negligence in directing the corporate affairs, three, are guilty of conflict of interest to the prejudice of the corporation, its stockholders or members, and third persons. B. 
when a director or officer has consented to the issuance of watered stocks or who, having knowledge thereof, did not forthwith file with the corporate secretary his written objection thereto. C. When a director, a trustee, or officer has contractually agreed or stipulated to hold himself personally and solidarily liable with the corporation. And D. When a director, trustee, or officer is made by specific provision of law personally liable for the corporate action. Powers of Corporations How power are exercised? The corporate powers of all corporations form under the Corporation Code shall be exercised by the Board of Directors or Trustees to be selected from among the holders of stocks or where there is no stock from among the members of the corporation who shall hold office for one year until their successors are elected and qualified. Ultra Viris Doctrine Ultra Viris is an act outside or beyond express, implied, and incidental corporate powers. It can also include those acts that may be ostensibly be within such powers but are by general or special laws either proscribed or declared illegal. It has also been used to designate those acts of the board of directors or of corporate officers when acting beyond their respective spheres of authority, Rural Bank of Milaor versus Octemia. Trust Fund Doctrine The subscribed capital stocks of the corporation is a trust fund for the payment of debts of the corporation which the creditors have the right to look up to satisfy their credits. The capital uh, cannot be distributed in the form of redemption of stock dividends without violating the trust fund doctrine, wherein the capital stock, property, and other assets of the corporation are regarded as equity in trust for the payment of the corporate creditors. Once capital, it is always capital, CIR versus uh, CA, CTA, and Soriano Corporation. Stockholders and Members Doctrine of Equality of Shares each share shall be equal in all respects to every other share, except as otherwise provided in the Articles of Incorporation and except as stated in the Certificate of Stock. Section 6 Corporation Code Proprietary Rights 1. Right to dividends, cash, property, stock. Limitations Any cash dividends due on delinquent stock shall first be applied to the unpaid balance on the subscription plus cost and expenses. Stock dividends shall be withheld from the delinquent stockholder until his unpaid subscription is fully paid. No stock dividends shall be issued without the approval of stockholders representing not less than two-thirds of the outstanding capital stock at a regular or special meeting duly called for the purpose. 2. Right to inspect. The records of all business transactions and the minutes of any meetings shall be open to inspection by any stockholder or member of the corporation at reasonable hours on business days and he may demand in writing for a copy of excerpts from said records or minutes at his expense. Preemptive right Instances when preempted right is not available. Shares to be issued are intended to comply with laws requiring stock offering or maximum stock ownership by the public. Shares issued in good faith in exchange for property needed for corporate purposes. Shares issued in payment of previously contracted debts and in case of right is denied in the Articles of Incorporation. Right of First Refusal It is a right that gives shareholders the preferential right 
to buy or to reuse the selling parties uh, co-shareholders share GG Summit Holdings Incorporated versus CE Intra-corporate disputes Individual suit An action brought by the stockholder against the corporation for the direct violation of the contractual rights Representative suit One brought by a person in his own behalf and on behalf of all similarly situated Derivative suit An action brought by one or more stockholders or members in the name and on behalf of the corporation to redress wrongs committed against it or to protect or vindicate corporate rights whenever the officials of the corporation refuse to sue or are the ones to be sued or hold control of the corporation. Singh versus Subic Bay Golf and Country Club Incorporated. Foreign Corporations What constitute doing business? Foreign corporations are considered doing or transacting business in the Philippines if they are 1. Soliciting orders, service contracts, and uh, opening offices 2. Appointing representatives, distributors, domicile in the Philippines or who have uh, stayed for a period of uh, totaling 180 days or more 3. Participating in the management, supervision, or control of any domestic business firm, entity, or corporation uh, in the Philippines 4. Any act that implies a continually or commercial dealings or arrangements and contemplate to some extent the performance of act or works or the exercise of some functions normally incident to and in progressive prosecution uh, of the purpose and object of its organization. Personality to sue and suability. No foreign corporation transacting business in the Philippines without a license or its successors or assigns shall be permitted to maintain or intervene in any action, suit, or proceeding in any court or administrative agency of the Philippines. But such corporation may be sued or proceeded against before Philippine courts or administrative tribunals on any valid cause of action recognized under Philippine laws. Note, a foreign corporation doing business in the Philippines may sue in Philippine courts, although not authorized to do business here against a Philippine citizen or entity who had contracted with uh, and benefited by said corporation. A party is stopped to challenge the personality of such corporation. Still case incorporated versus Design International Selections Incorporated. Mergers and Consolidation What is merger? A union whereby one corporation absorbs another corporation and remains in existence while the other is dissolved. Consolidation The union of two or more uh, existing entities to form a new entity called the Consolidated Corporation. Effects and Limitations The constituent corporation shall become a single corporation. The separate existence of the constituent corporation shall cease except that of the surviving or the consolidated corporation. It shall possess all rights, privileges, immunities, and powers uh, and shall be subject to all the duties and liabilities of a corporation. It shall uh, possess all the rights, privileges, immunities, and the franchises of its of the constituent corporation and all property receivables due and interest belonging to its constituent corporation that be taken and transferred without further act. 
it shall be liable for all the liabilities and obligations of the constituent corporation as if it had recurred the same. Any action or proceeding pertaining or pending against any constituent corporations may be prosecuted against the surviving or the consolidated corporation.